Buckle up, hotties. It's time to talk some hoops. Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants with Brandon, Nate, and Jordan. What's poppin' panty people? Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants, broadcasting live from the Cub Content Studios. We are three former Bethel students at a Cub very close to our campus. How much fun was it to go to Cub at like 11.30 p.m. and go grab like a Gatorade and some Mike and Ike's? Or some, some bacon, bacon bologna? bologna. <laughs> Wait, did you guys do that? Cub, foods, Cub foods had this this bologna called bacon bologna. I've never seen it since, but it was at the Cub Foods across from Bethel University. On Lexington. It was yeah. the greatest thing I've ever had, and I've never been able to okay, find so, it since. So you know how, like, you know how, like on TikTok, you'll see videos of like people that make their make a product themselves. We are so lit, and right they'll now. they'll go in and they'll place it in a store and try to sell it, and they'll, they'll be like, "Wow, why do you have this in your system?" I think some guy was making his own bologna, and Beck was buying. That guy sold. That guy sold two packs of bacon bologna a week to me for four okay, years. Th- this is the thing, though. <laughs> Beck is so like. Uh, like he he has his habits. He's very habitual. And yeah. every I night like at routine. nine p.m., he would make a bacon bologna sandwich. Two pieces of no. bacon bologna, two slices of American cheese. <laughs> no toppings else. Did you my any, lord? Wait, did you do any like mayo, mayo no, or like? Because I don't the bacon bologna like... was good enough. <laughs> my lord's own. <laughs> that is Brandon bacon bologna back. <laughs> that is Nathan Rashad McCants Alsdorf, and I'm George Renato Jolly Alamat. We are the bosses of PoltapSports.com. We are filled with bacon bologna. We smell like <laughs> two cannon. <laughs> <laughs> We're filled with nacho mama's marks. Don't make me laugh. I have bronchitis. God He's damn. got the bronchioles are all filled up. And we are draped up and dripped out in Unreal and Lamb Chops. And we are going to do a podcast about the number one in the West seated Minnesota Timberwolves. My freaking Lord, guys. Um, what else is there to even say before we get into the vibes, man? I don't even know. Dude, I don't know. We we had a we had a nice little uh, dog, tw- uh, dogs of Timberwolves Twitter thread going, um, pairing with the the Boylinks. Future guest yeah. of the pod. Future guest. That was super fun, dude. I was like, I was I was complimenting Anna's dog, and then we're like, oh, we should just we should learn that about was all the cute. Dogs. And I liked every single one of them because I was like, each of these dogs is perfection. You were on that very Except aggressively. For the ugliest dog. You didn't like that one. <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> Say it. My Say lord. It. Um, no. I want to talk about you guys and how you've had some insane eBay come up uh, recently, especially you back with the Shabazz Muhammad autographed dick. <laughs> the Shabazz crazy. dick. I've been calling it, I've been calling it at work, I've been calling it the dicknature. <laughs> no, I like the reply, the John Hancock. Yeah, the John, John Hancock, Hancock is, is nuts. Dude, so, so hard. So at No Pants Crunch on Instagram and Twitter, go check out Brandon. This is real. An 8x10 Shabazz Muhammad autographed dick. He got it for twenty two bucks. It's that like, angle goes crazy. Is, the picture is like they were like, "How can we accentuate his penis the most? We want to take this from directly beneath him." <laughs> and then he signed it just right over the crotch. <laughs> and there's no way that's real sky. That's like Andy's bedroom in Toy Story sky. Andy's bedroom. <laughs> Stop making me laugh. I can't breathe. Dude, I died at that. I want to be at that photo shoot so bad. If I could go back in time. I would go to that photo shoot. But yeah, I'm the Shabazz Mohammed dignature is going to be prominently displayed in my home. It's, it's my incredible. new most prized possession. I've been offered a lot of money on Twitter for At it. least double what you paid at for. At least it. double. A nice ROI. Dirt, what was your story? 
Uh, so during uh, TBJ's come up, uh, his rise to power as the be- as the greatest wolf of all time in the last game. My lord, uh, I, I, dude! I'm telling you, somebody's got to take away. Somebody's got to. Tier has to delete the the eBay app for my phone during games because I I just lowball offer anything that's signed by that player. You got the sickness. I uh, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it was there was zero watchers on a signed rookie card um, of TBJ. And it was five dollars. It was listed at sorry five ninety nine, and I offered. I was like, no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to shell out five ninety nine. I'm going to shell out four bucks. And then he countered with four fifty five, and I was like, no, you're not going to win this one. Four fifty four, <laughs> and he accepted it. So I saved that extra cent, and I got it. It's it's arriving next week Wednesday. I'm so excited. And this is the type of dedication to the game and consistency that we've seen both on eBay with you two yep. and on the court with the Minnesota Timberwolves. So we're going to get into the vibes after we talk about. Duke Duke Cannon, Cannon, you sexies. Look, gang, here's the deal. It's holiday season, and the prime of football and basketball season is happening right now. You got family gatherings, you got Friendsgiving, you got, like, you know, your Thursday night, you're watching League Pass with the bros. The last thing you want to do is smell like absolute garbo. You cannot afford to smell bad around these people because you love them and they love you. So don't let your body order be the reason that they stop inviting you or worse, stop loving you. This is why you need Duke Cannon, all right? As you're running around this holiday season, watching sports, celebrating the holidays, buying gifts, Duke Cannon has you covered on the men's hygiene to make sure you're not nasty, okay? You don't need us to talk about the thick body wash again because we love it so much. Oh, they also got the big ass brick of soap. It's a big brick of soap for your ass, specifically, specifically for butt. Uh, they also have the offensively large lip balm. I've benefited by that I've, every I've time I've used it. Large lip balm in a great home. way, which I've been keeping on my person because it's dry lip season, dude. So get the body wash, get the uh, get the the lip balm, get the big ass brick of soap because they make hard working products for, for hard working men. men. Check them out and get some Duke Cannon. I finally got that com. right. I usually say hard working guys. Oh, yeah. I thought you said boys. Hardworking boys. Real sports journalism is dead. We only care about vibes now. All right, gentlemen, how are the vibes? The state of things is we are currently 13-4 and four on top of the Western Conference, one game ahead of the Nuggets. We are currently on a two-game win streak after our previous win streak was kiboshed by stupid Sabonis and the stupid Kings. We're out of the in-season tournament, and we play tonight in probably four minutes. Versus probably. Seven minutes. Who do we play tonight? The Utah Jazz. Jazz. Ah, the Utah Jazz. Wait, do we, do we, do we know the injury Jordan report? Clarkson. Is it? Yeah, Ant is out. Ant is out. So, no, I know that on our side. I was wondering on no, their side. No Laurie, no Jordan Clarkson. I think Olenek is playing. Good. Kenny, Kelly Olenek is Lou Amundsen's cousin. So I, except Kelly Olenek against the Timberwolves is like amazing. A knockdown shooter. I don't care about Kelly Olenek. I care about how are your vibes, Brandon? Start us off, baby. Ah. I'm just kind of at the point where it's like I'm running out of things to say. Like we can come on this pod like every week and be like, the vibes are amazing. This is awesome. They're so good. But like they're just they're they're just good. And we kind of are like I'm kind of done being surprised by it. They've they've earned it. Like they're resilient and they've been consistent. It's an expectation now. They are just they're, they're just inarguably one of the best teams in the NBA. Like like period. Like they they played the Oklahoma City Thunder at full strength. And I understand the Oklahoma City Thunder are a really young team, but that was the second best team in the Western Conference. If the Timberwolves lose that game, the Oklahoma City Thunder would have the best record in the Western Conference right now. And they just went out and they were the better team in that game and they beat them. Um, the defense is just so good at this point. 
that they don't even really need to play that well to win. They don't even Rudy. need to score that many points. They just need to score like, like five points and they win. Rudy's a madman, dude. Rudy's so good. But like, so like the Sacramento and the Oklahoma City games, like, those games, they got like blitz. It felt like they got like blitzed in the first half of those games, right? Yeah. I mean, the first quarter of the Sacramento game, like they can't, they had the little comeback. They had the comeback in the second yeah. quarter of that game, but it, it felt like they just got like bludgeoned and they played terrible. But because the defense is so good, those games were closer than they felt. And then they just have this ability. They talked about this on Dane's pod. I think it was on the Dane and Jace episode. Future guest of the pod, Dane Moore. Going to send him dates after this episode. Daney. So, like... <laughs> no one calls him Daney. Classic yeah, Daney. Yet. Um, yet. So until he's That's on the true. Pod. We can do it. <laughs> so, like... We know, like, the big ant thing is, like, the superhero ant runs, right? Yeah. Like, the third quarter, ant just scores, like, 11 points in two minutes. And it's, like, pull-up threes. The target center's going nuts. He's getting to the rim. He dunks on someone. Like, we know, like, that's kind of, like, that's kind of the signature ant thing, right? Yeah. That's, like, the defining, like, why we love Anthony Edwards is he's capable of doing that thing, these things. When you pair that with, like, the suffocatingly great defense, they just have the ability to go on these, like, deflating runs for the other team because you're just getting like swallowed up on the defensive end and offense feels impossible. And then they're just like getting out in transition and Ant is scoring and the target center is getting into it. So like at any given moment, they're down 11 and you're just like a minute or two away from a tie game because it's like three awesome defensive possessions, a Rudy Gobert block, an ant transition dunk, an ant pull up three, and you're back in the game. What I love about that is that target center is responding really well to good defense. Even when the mm -hmm. defense leads to off offensive possessions that don't lead to points, unfortunately, like I've noticed like when like, Mike Conley's trying, when Gobert's going crazy, when Cat and Troy Brown Jr. are going like trying, yeah. the, the, the fans are rewarding it, and that's why, that's why I think Ant became a defensive guy because he saw that like fans would get into it when... People, when he was trying, and now the, that's yeah. that's contagious with the whole team. Now it's like a, it's like a north star for them. So north I think star nice, <laughs> but so also branding. but also just like but also defense. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is yeah, which absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's obviously the main story. Right? I think a big factor in this is that like fans, we recognize good basketball. We're the state of hoops, bro. Like we have Jalen Clark and not Jalen Clark, Jalen. What's his name? J Suggs. Jalen Suggs, Jalen Suggs I, I, is great. I would love to be awesome. And Paige Beckers, bro. We are the state of hoops. We breed hoops. Greatness. Chet Holmgren. Yeah, Chet. Chet yeah, I forgot Chet about. Yeah, I forgot the rookie of the year, Chet Holmgren, which I think um, is my. Um, and then I just have one more thing. Give it to me. Like, so the ant injury is obviously a downer. He's missing yeah. tonight's game, but it it looks like he avoided catastrophe. Right? He doesn't. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like he's done any structural damage. And they're talking like they hope he's going to be back. On Saturday. Do you want to go on your Chargers Will Be Banned rant right now? Um, I think this is a very pretty common I mean, sentiment amongst NBA fans. Yeah, we can talk about like... Or the slide under Dunkers charge. So, so, well, that, that's what... that's what When they say Chargers should be banned, that's what I mean. No one's saying ban offensive fouls. Like, no offense to Carl Anthony Towns. It would be great. If, no more. No offense to Carl Anthony Towns, but like, you hook a guy, or you like, run into him, and you like, get your shoulder into him, and you push off, like... Those are offensive fouls. The The notion that Anthony Edwards can like beat his man off the dribble and then some secondary defender can come in and rather than try to play defense can just be like, I'm going to grab my nuts and stand on the ground while Anthony Edwards tries to jump over me. It's it's an incredibly dangerous play. It's weak basketball. And it's not like... One like, might say un-American. You're not trying to play oh. defense. So, I mean... 
I don't think that that should be a foul, period. It makes officiating much easier because you no longer have this like, is it a block? Is it a charge? Here's the deal. Did you try to play defense or did you not try to play defense? This is an opinion of mine that I am I feel very strongly about. I would much rather my most favorite player in the world gets posterized playing defense than just lets the guy dunk or does some boring ass mm-hmm. like slide yeah, weak charge thing. A- absolutely. Soft. And then so like to, to bring it like a little bigger scale, like my take on on just like fouling and officiating in general is this fouls exist in basketball. Fouls are necessary in basketball yeah. because yes. they need to, it's not football. Correct. Fou- well, basketball is not football. You cannot hit them. There's a, he cannot hit at that price point. There's a, but there's a, butt coming. Oh, <laughs> oh. tell us more about the, butt. fouls exist in basketball because there needs to be rules for what is legal and illegal defense. Right. Yes. Okay, yes. But mm-hmm, there it is. The, no player, defensively or offensively, should be. The fouls don't exist as something you should be trying to get. Fouls should be the result of of a player making a mistake, right? The the offensive player messed up and committed an offensive foul. The defender messed up and created a defensive foul. The idea that offensively or defensively, it can be part of your game to draw fouls and create fouls is stupid. That's not the design of them. Are you living in a socialist utopia by trying to, to well, be but I mean, it's like just, that? It just goes with, it's like the, it's like goes with like the flopping and the throwing your head back and the drawing charges. Oh, like Shay, my the idea enemy. that these things are like skills is not, it's good. not good. It's, it's bad for the game. It makes the game bad less basketball. entertaining. The point of Wait. a foul is so that you should be forced to defend legally or forced to play offense legally. And if you don't, you are punished for those things. What's the solve? Because I agree with you, but like, what's the solve? Don't call fouls if the, if the player is clearly attempting to create a foul. So you want this the guy, refs, this you want guy the refs loves to 80s basketball. He wants to people be pounded down by the but like, No, I don't, the I don't I think they committed a lot of fouls yeah, that didn't get called in you. the 80s. I don't think that you shouldn't <laughs> be calling fouls. Yeah. I think the point is if you drive the lane and go up and try to make a shot and a guy fouls you, that's a foul. If you go to the rim with the intention of like, I'm going to contort my body in a really weird way, and then I'm going to make it look like he hit my arm so that I can get two free throws, that's not the that's not the reason fouls exist. Yeah. It's really disappointing. <laughs> as, as, yeah. a ter- as a terrible uh, free throw shooter in rec league basketball, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with this take. Uh, yeah, Brandon, I, I I agree with I, you. I think it's a uti- I think it's a utopian esque view, but I do agree well, with it in principle. Then, in principle, but, in but principle. then like the refs got to be better. Yeah. The, be the refs have been to bring it back to charges. But. Like the charge is the ultimate play where if if that wasn't a foul, if standing underneath a guy trying to murder you with a dunk attempt with holding your nuts, if that wasn't an offensive foul, nobody would attempt to play defense that way. It would be an absurd way to play defense. Yeah. So why are we rewarding people for doing it? Derp, how are your vibes? Um, we're going to talk about my vibes. We, I got a few points to talk about. Oh, All my right. God. I'm, I'm going to use some superlatives because Beck's just like, oh, these are expectations now. You know what? The vibes are perfect. They're <gasps> perfect. They're immaculate. They're why? great. They're so freaking good. As a massive W against a good team. 
Um, I think we've heard this a few times, but there's just so many games. I know <laughs> we've only lost four games. So yeah, there's a bunch of games we would have lost last year, but it's true. Like if you look at this team and you look at the wins that we've just gutted out, they're just, the, this team would have not, would not have done that last year. Yep. And it's a symptom of a bunch of things. Obviously like winning culture has been pre- prevalent this year, but like Con- Conley for, for, you know, like Conley being around. Say it, say it, he, say it again. Mike Conley. <laughs> say it again. Is Mike Conley. So he's he the best smart. point guard in Wolves history. He's yeah. so good. I think dude. he's there. I mean, he's so it's good. probably still Sam Cassell, but yeah. it's close. It's, it's, it's a conversation. Made, yeah. Sam Cassell made an all NBA team. Yeah. yeah, but Mike Conley. Sam Cassell went to the Western Conference Finals and made an All NBA. Mike Conley yeah, has yeah, an yeah. online but web series. Best word funny. of this year when we win the NBA championship. It's we true. Can, we can look back. But, um, you know, Cats showing maturity. We've got. Um, guys stepping up and like I look back at the live show that we did when we were talking to John John Kay about like how are the vibes within the team and he was just talking about it, like it's professional like they're going in this year looking at it business like we know we know what we did last year we had higher expectations we didn't meet those expectations so to see them go in this year and not get so conflated with the wins and kind of just like um, dip down with the losses like they seem like they're just staying level um, which is just super cool to see um, it produces winning winning culture Finch has been amazing. Um, just the organization top to bottom. Like we got like Michael Grady and Jim Pete have been immaculate this They're year. So They're so good. They're so good. Grady's spoiled. dropping one liners left and right. It's so good. Yeah, I don't want to like I don't want to like rip Dave Benz or anything. I know we were all disappointed when Dave Benz <laughs> don't tell Britt his job, but like holy cow, what a Michael glow up for Valley Sports. Well, yeah, we like we we only Grady's knew Dave, so and Dave was Grady's Dave was great. Amazing. Dave was great. We didn't know what Grady could be, and it's. It's taken us to to new heights. I mean, I watch a lot. I watch a lot of league pass, and I said this on the last show. Like the Timberwolves broadcast is it's so as good. good as anyone's. I just want to talk a little bit about cocky Rudy. <laughs> like not, not cocky yeah. in the, flexing mid play. I know that's what I was gonna say. I lost my mind when I saw that live. <laughs> like just like like spots. I don't even remember what happened, but like he's just locking down Chet. Flexes, goes yeah. back, like gets to the perimeter, forces an air ball. Yeah, it was, it was so incredible. cool. And he was, he was so doing good. stuff like that all game. But like you can see the confidence that's there, the comfortability that wasn't there last year. Like he just wasn't himself last year. Yeah, and but also we've said this on the pod, Durf. Like we said, hey Rudy, if you average twelve and rebound and play defense, we're gonna love you. And that's what he's doing, yeah. and we love him. I don't know if you guys. I don't. I don't think I told you guys this, but I was actually I was going to my closet this morning to get a shirt out of the out of the closet. And I reached for it, and he swatted it out of my hands, <laughs> and he goes the. Mat- Tumbo, no, hell, no, 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 no. I was no. like, dude, come on. I know you're I know you're killing killing the game, but you don't have to do I, this in my closet, dude. It's just nuts. Like the Rudy thing, what we're seeing, like, I think it's pretty obvious we're seeing like the best version of Rudy Gobert. Like, this is better than Utah Rudy. I'm a huge fan. This is obviously better <laughs> than last been. year's Rudy. And I think it really like goes to show like when you put Rudy Gobert, like a healthy Rudy Gobert, because he clearly wasn't a healthy Rudy Gobert last year. Mm-hmm. Like no. There's no way that this guy is at the same level of health as what we saw. Well, last he year. had that darkness retreat. But when you and put we know him, what happened. but when you put him with really good defenders like Jane McDaniel's, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Anthony Edwards when he's in like a primetime matchup, Mike Conley chasing guys around screens, Carl Anthony Towns playing the best defense of his career. When you put Rudy Gobert with competent defenders like this, and he's free to not feel like he has to like clean up everybody's mistakes where he doesn't feel like he has to just like hang around the rim because someone's going to get beat off the dribble yeah. and he's comfortable 
pushing it out to the perimeter a little bit more and like defending and in he's space. He's so big. He can like, we he's saw incredible. Buddy healed where like he like got beat by Buddy but then like he just recovered. Boom. Yeah. But winning like, block. Like his defense on Chet in that OKC game where like he's dominating him inside but he's also like pressing it out to the perimeter where like Chet's gonna, that seems like the type of matchup that should expose Rudy Gobert, right? The type of matchup like a faster where center. a faster, bigger center who can stretch the floor out to like three-point line and beyond, but Rudy's comfortable getting out there and defending him. And I think Chet was six for 20 in that game. Ass. Okay, Rudy. I don't want to slander Chet. Chet's awesome. We love future, Chet. Future Timberwolves, Chet, Chet just Holmgren. doesn't compare if to DPOY. I agree. Uh, I just was wondering, I'll, I, I want to hear about your vibes, but like, yes. do you guys, I mean, how many MVPs do you think that TBJ is going to get in his career? I feel like two, but do we feel like three, four? I, I'm thinking zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last thing is, I just wanted to shout out um, Wolves Twitter for um, we've gotten a lot of great response on the Wolves power rankings. The Wolves power rankings oh, yeah, are so great. We haven't pod. talked about it on the pod yet. This um, is Durf's bit, and it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I'm on I'm on Instagram met, uh, a story doing the editing, moving around. I don't have Photoshop. Yeah, Durf, somebody wants to Venmo me for a Photoshop. Durf didn't know no, that the Tear Maker app worked at first, so he did it in Photoshop. <laughs> I'm just out there finding like Google Images, the best thing, like the best doing PNG. the outline, copy yeah. paste, yeah, finding background. Uh, so if you don't follow us on Twitter, the Tear Maker is basically like it's a tier of we rank the Timberwolf. Well, we don't do it. Durf does it and goes, is this good? And we hey, go, yeah. I do a round of, I, I route for a We've review. never had edits. Yeah, we, we've we've occasionally been like, we should add this guy to like this tier or yeah, something. Yeah. But, but it's it's like 98% Durf. Yeah, how do you explain it? So basically we just rank the team based on vibes. There's a Nas Reed tier. Yeah, there's a defensive player of the year it's tier. A, it's there's a, good, a bitch tier. It's a good tier. mix of, of production and vibes and- And yeah. whatever's going on like and, that. And I want to I want to this little, this little preface because we got a lot of feedback about the bitch tier and I want to, just so everybody knows, like we have to limit it to the last set of games because the bitch tier would go off the page. There's too many refs and too many- yeah. like, We did a whole bitches draft, yeah, guys. Like, I can't, yeah, I can't can't Come just on. have CP3 on there the whole year. Like we know that he belongs there. But yeah. anyway, good good work, Durf. We we do that. love the the tier maker. I wish it was just one line smaller so I could fit it on Instagram because I cannot. <laughs> but that's right, Hit us with your vibes. I just first off, I want to apologize for being so nervous last week. <laughs> My vibes are immaculate. They're so good. Like I'm having a great time enjoying He's winning back, basketball. Baby. He's back. I the mind killer. I, I forgot the fears. Of, well, we don't say fears the mind killer before March typically. Right, occasionally. You got a lot of tweets to get going for it's, that over-under, I though. assure yeah. you. But if they go on, like, a Western Conference Finals run, there's going to be so it's many be like fears of the mind killers. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel so great about it. Like, I don't know. It's fun to watch Ant ascend. It's fun to watch a mature Carl. It's fun to watch Rudy go crazy defensively. It's fun to watch people like Troy Brown Jr. have their moment. Um, I would die for Troy Brown Jr. I would be a, right there with let's you. Let's talk about it. Hey, cool hair. Cool beard, amazing teeth, great effort, cool name, Troy Brown Jr. That sounds like a president. I think he's got a very generic name, and I think that's why it's taken him so long to usurp Shake Milton in the rotation. That is true. You don't think Troy Brown Jr. sounds presidential? It does. President but Troy just, Brown Jr. Presidents usually have pretty generic names. Put him on the $45. Just white guy. Put him on the Barack Obama a generic name? Usually... <laughs> Okay, like one out of what is forty six? Abraham Lincoln. I had three of them in my high school. Okay, there was James Garfield. That's a unique George name. Bush. <laughs> I, there I, was two which, of which them. One? <laughs> All right, hang on. 
Chester Arthur? Who how many Chesters do you know? Chester Chirac, A. Arthur. Chester. A. Arthur. John Adams. John F. Okay. Kennedy. Eh, this bit sucks. <laughs> this bit's horrible. It's really only Barack and Chester that are pretty and Abraham. The big Somebody, three. Somebody's yeah. going to come at us. Barack, Chester, and Abraham. The big three. All right, There's cool. been so many other presidents we didn't know. Let's do a cool president's name, Mount Rushmore. Let's blow up Mount Rushmore. We're starting over. Okay, Abe well, stays. Bar- Barack Obama. Abe stays. Sure. Barack. Um, Chester. Who's the fourth on the cool president's Mount Rushmore? I'm going to look up list of presidents. Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, Teddy's, Teddy's Rose- cool. Roosevelt. Um, list of presidents. Hang on. Let's find a really It's not Bill Clinton. Name. Calvin Coolidge kind of Calvin, goes hard. Calvin Coolidge, so that's cool. a great name. So does Grover Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> also, Grover Cleveland played in the NFL. I'm pretty sure, or the eight, in 1885. Was. Yeah, yeah, he did. Why do I remember that? You just said no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Look it no, up. No, it's not Grover Cleveland. It's um, it's he played for the Grover Cleveland Browns. It's the dude that went to Michigan. Oh, you're right. It was Teddy Roosevelt. What about Ulysses S. Grant? It was that's Teddy Roosevelt. U- Ulysses. No, it's um. What about Miller Fillmore? President. Played. It's Eisenhower. Oh, really? Eisenhower. No, it's in the Gerald NFL. Ford. He, oh, Gerald yeah. Ford went to Eisenhower Michigan. played linebacker for Army. Jerry Ford. No, I didn't even play linebacker. The most like for common. Dude. That's enough talk about presidents. <laughs> Hang on, Millard Fillmore is way cooler. Not than a, not cooler than Calvin Coolidge. Calvin <sighs> Coolidge has cool in his name. Yeah, that's a good point. I think it's Barack Obama, Calvin Coolidge, right. Abraham Lincoln, and Grover Cleveland. If you're somehow very opinionated about coolest president's name, tweet, us, tweet, at, us. tweet yeah. us at No Pants Crunch. Yeah. We, crunch. No Pants. No Pants no no yeah. Crunch. Well, my vibes are great. I'm a little bit bummed that we missed the in-season tournament quarterfinals. But no. The in-season in place, tournament is the stupidest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. But in its place, we get Victor Wembanyama's debut. Mi- his Victor- Minnesota debut. Yeah. On Wednesday, we just get a random home game with Wemby. We get a random home. We get, instead of playing in the in-season tournament, which doesn't matter, we get to play the two worst teams in the Western Cup. Are you not mad about seeing Wemby at Target Center next Wednesday? Tickets on sale now at Timberwolves.com. I'm I'm excited about them not being in the... I'm excited that they're not going to win the in-season tournament because whoever wins the in-season tournament is going to get made fun of. You'd rather spread your sass about the in-season tournament than celebrate Wemby coming to Minnesota... And we get a bonus home game on national TV. They were gonna, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, oh my God, whatever. My vibes are great. What else do we want to talk about? Troy Brown Jr. I want to talk about Troy Brown Jr. Yeah, so much. Yeah, what do you got, Troy? Um, so obviously, like seventeen points on six shots is is unbelievable, yeah, and like pretty, the yeah. deep three he hit, and like the drive, like taking the contact, finishing the, layup, the clutch push up free five, like too. the clutch. Actually, he went one for two on both of those, so he was like not quite that yeah, clutch like, on those. Fifty percent clutch is. <laughs> Um, like the scoring and stuff, that's all great. Um, I don't, and like the fourth quarter flurry is awesome. That's not the thing that I'm most excited about with Troy Brown. Talk I mean, to us. Yes. if you think about like the last three games when he's kind of like eked his way into the rotation, he just plays like super, super hard. It's so easy to cheer like for dudes like Troy Brown Jr. or Josh Minot or Luka Garza or Nikhil Alexander-Walker, like people that like put out effort, even if they're kind of ass at times, like that's contagious. But here's the thing about Troy Brown Jr. Like go on his like best skill is actually like a thing that this team desperately needs. Um, Prior to this season, the thing Troy Brown Jr. has been really, really good at is he's a really, really good rebounder for his position. And that's one of the biggest like bugaboos for this team, right? Yeah. Is that 
despite the fact that they're super big, they still can get a little exposed on the offensive glass sometimes because they have a little bit of a lack of mobility. A really, really good wing rebounder like Troy Brown Jr., who's playing super hard, is a super valuable piece to a team like this. Is the rebounding piece, which I agree with you, is the rebounding piece a result of teams can't get into the mid-range or near near to like the basket? So they got to put up like more poor-quality threes, which is why we have more long rebounds, which is why we see Mike Conley and Troy Brown Jr. and Nikhil's impact uh, in a bigger at a bigger rate on the defensive yeah. end. So I think that's part of it. For me, I think the rebounding, like the rebounding, isn't like a gigantic issue, but it's but like it's one a, of the bigger issues. On it's the one team. of the bigger issues on the team. For me, I just think it's I I always go to the fact that I think it's just kind of like a mobility issue, right? Mm-hmm. Like Rudy is a terrific rebounder as a center. Carl Anthony Towns is a terrific rebounder as a center. But your job rebounding as a center is different than your job rebounding as a power forward. It's different than your job rebounding. As as a small forward and the the further the smaller down the positional spectrum you get the more mobility becomes a factor compared to size right so it's like about like lateral quickness and like kind of having a nose for the ball and that's what troy brown jr really has like in spades and what we've talked about with cat is that he's in it he doesn't really move quick but he's good at anticipating where the ball is going to go so he doesn't have that lateral quickness he's just kind of a high iq guy which is why someone like troy brown jr that actually is lateral quick is great his real quick his yes. um I, I really liked his post game interview afterwards obviously it's great whenever you see an athlete being humble is always fun because we're minnesotans and we love that like, oh yeah but, nice. yeah oh yes you did something good but you're not cocky about it but um he was talking a lot about how he was a guard in college and how he couldn't he wasn't a shooter and so he's saying like he kind of had to like get his own on defense and getting boards and facilitating so it is really cool that he already has those skill sets and he developed a knockdown shot. Yeah, yeah like he he's for the last for the last three years now he's been a he's been a really really good shooter mm-hmm. um in in like a catch and shoot like he's really really good from the corners um so that seems like he could slide into the starting lineup while ant is out and yeah. be a really he's, really he, good he started tonight i think he'd be a really really good like role player playing with kind of like a lot of the better players they still if we if we can transition this to like the bench woes mm-hmm. i think it. they're still missing even with like a troy brown jr ascension they're still missing like that shot creation when Ant and Cat aren't on the floor together. Matt Ryan, we let him go. Damn. <laughs> um, Pelican's legend. I, I have in my notes here, they put a lot of eggs in the Shake Milton basket, and there is yolk everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the basket disappeared. Um, His time will come. It's... He, why can't he dribble around anybody? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, the, the I mean, shooting, we've all seen it. So maybe, I think, I think there's like it. I think there's like a little bit of a myth about how good Shake Milton was as a 76er. We are blinded by an attractive man whose name is Shake. Let's and be his honest. Wingspan. Yeah. And his, his wingspan. And his wingspan is long but though. When he's hot, his name is Shake, and he's got a good wingspan. It's like, well, no, it's when he's hot, he's Shale. Remember? Like the that's shoot, right. The shooting has never been this bad, but he's never been like a knockdown three point shooter. The thing that I just keep going back to when I watch him play is like he just like he can't he can't dribble by anybody like he's supposed to his role on this team is he's supposed to be like the bench shot creator. He can't beat anybody off the dribble. That's not like you need to be able to beat guys off the dribble to create shots. And he's lost so much confidence in his three pointer now that he's he's passing up open threes to just dribble into traffic and he can't get by anyone. And then like. 
I love Kyle Anderson, but like when him and Kyle Anderson are out there together, it becomes this like hot potato at the end of the shot clock between two guys that don't want to shoot. I th- that I, the defense just isn't even guarding yeah. out on the perimeter. Should we hit the trade machine with Kyle and Shake and see I what we can think. get? Tyus Jones. <laughs> uh, I would. T- I feel they like, need a point guard. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah if we I, get Tyus, I, but like, would they give us Tyus? I mean, if they're a cap piece, like, I guess. I, I think Tyus would be in pretty high demand. I think. First I would love order, it. But first yeah. order of first order of business, I think, and I Jordan's gonna hate this. Is I think we need to get Jordan McLaughlin back healthy and see what happens <laughs> hey, there. He's good now. He's good again. I yeah, think we I'm like. Fine. I think we desperately. I think need a point Jordan. guard because I think McLaughlin. we talked about this on the last show could potentially kind of unlock Nas a little bit as a shot. Why is there creator. an Ant Nas PNR going on? It seems like Ant and Nas have a great two-man game, but they haven't done much. Like, but the they're not playing. Hurt. They're not playing together that often. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But also, Nas, the best version of Nas has always been with a point guard, right? The mm-hmm. best version of Nas was always mm-hmm. with D'Angelo Russell and with Jordan McLaughlin. Here, out this kinky idea, there's a bit of a Cat and Rudy PNR game happening. Do we do a Cat and Nas PNR game, or a Cat or Rudy a, and Nas? Or yeah, well, that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah I know. Except I, know. I don't think like. The thing Nas is really good at is not the thing that the cat's that good at, unlocks, which is like lobbing. Like, cat's really good at yeah, like the lobs, like when Rudy's putting like a lot of pressure on like straight line drives to the rim. Ru- Nas is really good when you like set a pick, get a mismatch, or you hit him with like a little pocket pass, and he mm-hmm. can take his mismatch off the. He's dribbles, more of a dribble or guy. You find him in the corner. Nas is a dribble guy. Yeah. And then Cat and Rudy two man games like here's 14 feet of man coming at you yeah. figure just, it out. So, but when Nas isn't playing with a point guard, he's Thanks, just Stuart. not creating any. He's there's not any mismatches being created for him to exploit. Yeah. So it's probably a trade. I don't think it's Leonard Miller because he's like a four or five. Josh I, Minot doesn't shoot like that. I, I still he's think we're guard. like too far out from like trade machine time to really talk about it. But I'd be surprised if. If things stay the way they are and they're still really good and they're like in this position where like with the cap situation and everything, they're kind of in like this is the year window. I'd be really surprised if they didn't make some sort of move to try to supplement it. Who's yeah. a free agent right now? Who's like an old person that we could sign? We just talked shoot. about this. Um, Will Barton's Will a free Barton. agent. I spent way too much time talking myself into win- Dude, Will Barton. I'm telling you, man, I have Will Barton knocking down he threes so against bad us. so last like, year. I know, but I picture him in the Nuggets uniform just killing the Wolves, and I that's the version of Will Barton that I see. So I would like. I'm all I, in I, on I'm Will Barton. I'm intrigued. Um, I, I just, so I think it was, I think it was Huncho J-Man, um, but I can't remember, so sorry. Future guest in the pod, Huncho yes, J-Man. That, that tweet out the i think it was so sorry if i got this wrong but um tweeted out the gif of like as like two basketball players just passing the ball back and forth and it was like shake milton and kyle anderson is the shot clock's going down. yeah it feels like a jonah that's a, that's a jonah or a necklo oh, tweet that's such what it a bad like. possession man yeah, i mean tough. when they're out there together it happens like three times a game it's right now tough to watch because, because kyle has just become such an unwilling three-point shooter yeah and like there's all the theories about it being like his eyes or something but like at a certain point, even if he's gonna miss them, he has to just be willing to take them. Yeah, just to so keep that the like the it. defense can't just like completely yeah. ignore him out there. Like he's catching it at the top of the key with a defender not within like 15 feet of him with five seconds on the shot clock, and he's choosing to dribble into traffic and take a. I don't mind a slow mo floater, whatever. Um, let's see. Should we move on? Do you, want to, do you want to go to the schedule prediction? Let's go to do we have schedule. anything else? Yeah. Let's go to schedule prediction. So oh, we're about tough. 20% of the way through this season. So I, we thought it'd be fun. Just go through the rest of the schedule and we'll figure out what we think the Timberwolves will will net out 
And now that we've seen, you know, one fifth is not a not yeah, small not portion of the season. Portion. So, okay, Brandon's going to take us through our opponents, and then Durf and I will alternate. Yeah. And we'll kind of have an aggregate of what we think the Timberwolves will go this so, season. So I think I think we'll kind of rapid fire through this. All right, yeah. so tonight versus Utah, Jordan, what do you think? Uh, w. W, you think that's a win? Jor- uh, Nate, uh, Charlotte tomorrow, or Charlotte? Saturday. Uh, I would take the W on that one. Okay, next game, San Antonio. Dub. We got Memphis after that. That's, an, that's a W. New Orleans. Thinking a dub. Okay, I think yeah, I think that's probably right. Dallas Durf. Oh yeah, that's a win. Yeah. Then we got Indiana. No problem. Dub. Then we got Miami after that. Durf. I would take a win on that one. Uh, then we got Philadelphia uh, on the road. Emphasis on the Philadelphia for them. They're going to take an L, and we'll take the dub. All right. And then we got the Lakers after that. Durf. What do you think? Lakers. I think they're going to take an L. Capital L Ooh, Lakers. The L Angeles Lakers. Uh, <laughs> Jordan, we got the Sacramento Kings after that. What are we feeling? Mm, dumb Sabonis. Dumb victory for us because it'll be stupidly awesome. So, okay. And then we got Oklahoma City. Durf, what do you think? Um, Oklahoma City. I think that's an L for them. W for us. Okay. And then we got Dallas. Double L. Two <laughs> oh, that's two wins? Two, yeah, it's yeah. Two, two L's for right. Dallas. Makes a W for us. And then we got the Lakers again. Another L. Big L. It. Then we got Knicks. Um... Uh, I like Jalen Brunson, but Jalen has an L, which is an L for the Knicks, so W for the Wolves. Okay, then we got the Pelicans. Yeah, we'll win that one. Pelicans. I'll, I'll run through a few more yeah, yeah, rapid yeah. fire. We yeah. got Rockets, Mavericks, Magic, Celtics. I think those are yeah, all wins. Dubs. Yeah. Okay, and then we got Portland, uh, Clippers. W. w. Pistons. W. Grizzlies. W. w. Uh, Thunder. W. w. Charlotte. W. w. Then we're at Washington. Uh, that's, uh, uh, I think that's, that's, an, that's L. an L. Yeah, and yeah. 0-6 versus Washington. Make it 0-7. Yeah. I don't okay, believe so that's an We L. love Tyus. No chance we win. Okay, then we got Brooklyn, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, Dallas. Cross the four W's. W's. Four W's. Okay, Orlando, Houston, Chicago, Milwaukee. Yep, four, four more W's. Then we got Clippers, back-to-back against Portland, Milwaukee again. Yep, across the board. Milwaukee will go to double overtime, but otherwise, W's. Okay. Then we got Brooklyn, San Antonio, Memphis, and the Kings. W. W. We got Clippers, Portland, Indiana, Cleveland. Wins. W. You think those are all four wins? Okay. Yeah, I think Victory so. Then we got Then thing. we got the road back-to-back in Los Angeles, Lakers, Clippers. Yeah, we'll take both those. Yep. Two in Utah. Yep. Both both wins. Both you think? wins. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I think so. Uh, Denver, Cleveland, Golden State, Detroit. I think we'll win the first three and then win the last two. Is I, that, I think that's is that five? probably right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Denver, Chicago, Houston, Toronto. Yeah, we'll sweep those. <clears throat> yeah. And then at Phoenix, at Los Angeles. Double W. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we have Washington at home. Ooh, mm. That's going to be a tough Feels like one. a tough, tough loss for I the Minnesota know. Timberwolves. I just don't. Yeah, we'll probably think, take okay, the L. That's probably, I think I mean, it'll be, it'll be a Kuzma always, legacy game. We always struggle against Washington. Yeah, we'll take the L. And, and, then, yeah, and then we wrap up the season with, with Denver, Atlanta, Phoenix. So it'll be dub, a nice dub, three dub. dubs to end. Yeah. Okay, so that puts us at 76 and six. I like it. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. I think that's what we do said you think in the that's first. One, do you think that's one seed? I mean, that means that I suppose if we beat because Oklahoma City we have, has multiple losses, they've it's already just, got six yeah, losses. Yeah, it's just Nuggets yeah. and Nuggets yeah. and Thunder that we're worried about. And if right. we're beating them, they've already got six losses. So we have the Wolves at seventy six and six. I think it's fair. Yeah, I think I think that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for the Jordan Poole legacy game. <laughs> Should be great. <laughs> he'll have he'll have sixty uh, turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, today's show is brought to you by the most wholesome brand in the galaxy, Lamb Chops. Lamb Chops logo is a knife. Why, you ask? It serves as a reminder to cut the bad and leave the good in your life, just as a butcher uses the knife to, to do that with delicious, delicious meats. Uh, and besides having a great message, Lamb Chops makes high quality and premium clothing so you can be comfy, warm, and look hot uh, during these Minnesota winters. They just dropped their new fall winter line. They got the hoodie with the puff paint lettering. They got the coach's jacket. They got clothes for kids, sweatpants, chains, and more. Uh, Lamb Chops founder and courtside man, mad, madman Jordan Dye is a huge Wolves fan, so make sure you follow at SG Lamb Chops on social media because if something cool happens, like, I don't know, if Cat goes for 50 tonight, Jordan is liable to be like 50% off with code word cat for the first 10 yep. people. So make sure you follow on social media because Jordan, he will forego profits in the name of wolves backinism. Like he, backinism. he prioritizes the Timberwolves <laughs> yeah. more than his own brand and his own profits. So if you get the puff paint stuff, I saw he posted like special washing, like mm-hmm. how to wash it. It's a very specific way. So be careful with that. Be careful with the puff paint. It's a great product. It is. So, Make sure you follow at SG Lamb Chops and show some love to uh, SGLambChops.com. Shop for you and your loved ones this holiday season, SGLambChops.com. It's time to bring back one of the first bits we ever did. The second bit we ever did, I think. Mm. Cast a Wolf. You guys might not have heard this. So what we're going to do is we have cast our favorite current Timberwolves. I think we all did current. Yeah. 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 All, mine are, all mine are current. Mine, so mine we're going to cast them into existing properties or maybe yeah. future properties of you know mine are all existing properties okay. mm-hmm. so we're, we're putting Timberwolves players into movies uh, Brandon you're talking a big game and I want to hear it so you can start okay yeah I have we were supposed to bring three I have one two three four my God! Let's, let's, I have eight. Let's do round robin for our first three, yeah, and then you can I can, do, I can rattle. I have a yeah. few that aren't that good that I can just rattle okay. off at the end. Okay. Well, if they're not good, I don't want to hear them. No, but they're they're <laughs> we, okay. You can bleep them out. <laughs> okay. Um. So my my first one, uh, just to get us started, uh, I want to cast Nas Reed as Blade in the Blade franchise. That's oh, insane. that's so just good. Just because Nas Reed would be that's cool so as hell as Blade. Oh, Blade's super smooth and fast, and Nas is super smooth and fast. Like Blade's got the jelly, Nas yeah. has got the jelly. That's he would so be good. so cool. That'd be him be in that cool. long black coat, like leather yeah, coat. With the sunglasses. He so, would look really yeah, good. That's really good. Can I go second? You go, go second. It. You know, current classic me with this bit. I have an explanation to set the scene. <laughs> uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is one of my favorite Marvel oh. characters. They made a Moon Knight show starring Oscar Isaac a few years ago. I loved it. He's a bit of a lesser known character, though. So if you're not a Marvel person, you don't know Moon Knight. Here's the deal. Moon Knight is a character that has multiple personalities. He could be a guy named Stephen Grant, Mr. Knight, or Jake Lockley. And all three have different personalities and all three have different voices. For Moon Knight, I am casting Carl Anthony yes. Towns. <laughs> yes, I knew it. I knew uh, it. Cat is often the subject of online jokes for his multiple voices and interview approaches. Cat would also be a great Moon Knight because there is no signature Moon Knight story. Other characters have had iconic storylines or comic runs that define them, but the best Moon Knight stories are all about vibes that confuse the reader as to what's actually happening on the panel or what's happening in Moon Knight's head. There's not a definitive cat season. Maybe 21, 22 is a definitive cat season, but cat's more about vibes. He either pushes them all the way to the the positive or all the way to the negative, and that's why, um, you know, cat would be a great Moon Knight because Moon Knight is a volatile guy. 
Your thoughts. That is a really good I one. Really good one. Very good explanation. Very well put. Yeah, beat that, Durf, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's not a competition. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought we were doing a draft again. No, I think whoever wins gets their film actually uh, produced oh, by... Oh, Cat uh, Moon Knight so would be good. crazy. I, I think Jerry Bruckheimer is going to produce Yeah, but we all want Nas Blade. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Kevin Feige, we have some one. ideas for you. Yeah. We know Marvel is flailing in the public eye right now, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Mahershala is getting a little old. He's getting kind of sick yeah. of all the rewrites on Blade. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna cast. Um, I'm, t- I'm casting Shake Milton as the entire movie, The Last Airbender, because I was so hyped to see that, and it was one of the biggest flops, <laughs> biggest box office flops of all time. So real high expectations, the real, real poor output. M Night Shyamalan, the M stands for Milton, baby. <laughs> Shake Milton Knight. He's he's the movie. He's the last Airbender. My right. God, that's right. great, Durf. All right, Brandon, what do you got? Well, let's just keep the Shake Milton train <laughs> rolling because I've got a Shake Milton. I one. hope Shake's not listening to this episode. I am he's casting. I am casting Shake Milton in the Saw franchise as Jigsaw, <laughs> but every punishment involves having to watch him play basketball. <laughs> so you're like locked up in a room, and every wall is just a Shake Milton low light reel and there's like a spoon in there and it's like you can either watch the game or you can scoop your eyes out with the spoon oh geez i freaked this up that is insane brandon that's you just elongated jordan's bronchitis uh healing time by two weeks my god that was great brandon okay I want to do another superhero. I want to talk about Batman. Bruce Wayne is a versatile man. He's rich, he's adaptable, and he can fight many different circumstances and is trained in all different types of martial arts thanks to the training of Ra's al Ghul. You know who else is newly rich and versatile? Nas Reed. I want Nas Reed to be Bruce Wayne. Ooh, I like it. Can you imagine, though, in Gotham, they're like... Who is Batman? <laughs> and everybody guy. in the background's the going, Nas Reed. It's the 6'9 guy with the long hair. With the, with the long hair and the Dude. massive smile. Here he comes. Like, who is the rich billionaire that can afford all these Batman gadgets? I want a it crossover exactly film. Like I want a crossover film where he's Blade and Bruce Wayne. Hang on. Ooh. Did you just cook? I think I cooked. Well, Drewski shrug oh. meme. Okay, <laughs> screw the pod. We got to go into movie. We got to go. Hey, DC Marvel, make it happen. Durf, what is your other casting? Um, have you guys ever heard of the film um, 2013 movie called Delivery Man? No. Uh, it was a Vince Vaughn movie. Um, so the premise is this this man needed money. Vince I feel Vaughn. like Chalanga has seen this. He needed, yeah. So this is he, like a he movie. needed money. So he donated sperm over f- and uh, fathered over 533 children. They oh, all God. tried to find him because they leaked the information of who was the donate d- donor. Um, so Wait, I'm casting. What? I am ca- casting Mike Conley as Vince Vaughn's character because he is all of our dad. That's nice. Mike Conley like is the one. dad of Timberwolves fans across the world. Um, and he just, you know, he's a father figure, and we accept him as that. So. Have you guys um, kind of dealt with the fact that Mike Conley will be the last player we see that's older than us, suit up for the Minnesota Timberwolves? Rudy Gobert is older than us. By one year. LeBron's he's, still he, in the league. Yeah, but I'm talking about, oh, that's right. We're gonna <laughs> well, when, when he, when he when, when makes we draft his way Brownie over. And then, oh, yeah, you're, yeah. Right, you're, right, you're right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Also, how about LeBron? He's Wild. very. He's. I don't know. What you guys know this. LeBron's a really good. LeBron, good basketball. Player. I mean, still, he's fine. still very good. Like I said, like we talked about with Johnny K. Like six man, maybe yeah. seventh man on the Wolves. Yeah, on the Wolves. On the Wolves. That's on the like. Who wouldn't be? Yeah, exactly. The Wolves already have the five best players in the NBA. <laughs> uh, Brandon, what's your next casting? <laughs> My next one. Uh, 
our favorite Frenchmen. I am casting Rudy Gobert as Remy in Ratatouille, but he is full-sized Rudy Gobert sitting on the chef's head, controlling him with his hair. That's great. That's great. That's really inspired. Ratatouille? 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 Well, hey, we'll workshop it, but I like what we got. I love it. All right. There's a new um, Garfield coming out with Chris Pratt voicing him. I disagree with the voice casting. Chris Pratt is too bubbly for Garfield. We need someone a little bit more flat, a little bit more monotone, but can have that range of, of anger and sometimes jubilee when lasagna comes out. And who has that range? Who have we seen mostly be flat? Jane McDaniels. No. Coach Chris Finch is going to be voicing Garfield <laughs> in, really in the new Garfield movie. No, it's it's Chris Finch is voicing Garfield. That's my last one. I can actually picture it. It's really good. So good. I know. It's my most inspired pick. <clears throat> um, all right. For my last, and I do have one honorable mention, which I maybe I'll just go rapid fire so you can do your, your remaining 22. Um, I don't know you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> I am casting Jordan McLaughlin as Dobby the Elf. Um, visually, you don't need to do much. He's already about the correct size. Um, and he's integral and vital to the keys of success for the wolves, just like Dobby was very critical in the Harry Potter movies. Um, so, and as, as we've seen, since he's been out, it's been, it's been Jordan a struggle. Jordan is for us. a free point guard. Jordan is a free point guard. My honorable, honorable mention is I am casting Kyle Anderson as the whole movie Gone with the Wind because. It has a running time of three hours and 58 minutes, and that's approximately that's how long it takes for Kyle Anderson to dribble from one side of the court to the other. I like Good that bit. one. All right, I have I have a handful of honorable mentions as well. Um, I have Mike Conley as Captain America because he's the most morally upstanding man alive. He could lift me on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. in end for, game, sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have a couple Kyle, Anderson's one, Kyle Anderson ones. Obviously, Kyle Anderson as the sloth from Zootopia. Yep. Um, perfect casting. <laughs> I also have Kyle Anderson as Loki because he's the master of time and space. Well, now he's the master of stories. Spoiler for Loki season two. Um, I have Jordan McLaughlin in Like Mike, but he's just playing playing a child. (laughs) He's just a kid. And then my last one, um, he's not a Timberwolf, but this was just like too perfect to casting. Um, I'm casting Josh Giddy in the Predator franchise. My God. (laughs) My God. That one needs no further explanation. All right. That's it. Wow, that was that was something. <laughs> and that is it for Cast a Wolf. If you got one at No Pants Crunch, please let us know your casting decisions. I feel like Holly has one. I feel I feel like Necklo might have like six. Oh, he's definitely got some. Nate, uh, if you ready. don't give us at least like seven, we're gonna ban you from listening. Shout out pod. Nates of of Timberwolves Land. Dude. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. We love Nates. We also love Unreal Baby from the airport to the office to the golf course. Unreal has got you covered. If you don't go to any of those places like I do, don't worry. Uh, Unreal still has us covered because high quality and comfy clothing knows no limits. You know about their collabs with the Vikings. You know about their insanely comfy crossover hoodies. But do you know about their joggers? Joggers? I didn't. Say more. I didn't until recently. I found out about them like three or four months ago. And they are just nuts. Uh, they're the performance joggers in black. They're my favorite. But they got 10 colors for every occasion. I plan on getting more and wearing them during my busy wedding DJ season because I can disguise them as dress pants. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you, Unreal, for making my DJ gigs way more comfy in 2024. Uh, get an Unreal gift for a loved one or yourself this holiday season at unrl.co. Use the promo code POLTAB15 for 15% off your order. It's time for Random, Random Wolf of the Week. Oh, wow. wow. It was my turn, and guess who forgot about it until 
right before we started the show. So, guys, <laughs> regrettably, I hit up Chad GPT, but I could put up this person's Wikipedia real quick and try and see if I can uh, just do the chat. Wing it together. Nope, I'm going to do Wikipedia. All right. All right. What is it. what is what is your random guess free guess bonus? What, what what do we call this? The 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 the, the pre guess guess the hint free. Uh, the I think it's Brooks Bollinger. <laughs> well, that's not a Timberwolves player. It's a Vikings quarterback. Um, Leonard Miller. No. I've been wild. All right, clue number one. His middle name is Robert Tyler. Ooh, double middle name? Double middle name. Let's go. I have two middle names. That's what, a great. What? Do you? Yeah, what? We've been friends for 12 years. What's your middle know? name? Um, William Timothy. I'm, I knew this. Shit. I just doxed myself. Have, as as uh, Mitch Hedberg is wont to say, if you have two middle names, that you, means have you have no, no middle, middle name. No, my, my middle name is. It, that is a space. It's a space. Um, Who's got Robert Tyler vibes? I'm going to guess uh, Isaiah Ryder. No. Okay. I he, never would have guessed he that. He is of Jamaican heritage and played college basketball for Memphis. College basketball Memphis. for Memphis. Clue number two. Jamaican heritage. This is a wild guess, and I don't think this is... Just throw it out there. It's is one. it Nathan Jawai? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't know who that is. Played for the Wolves in like the Al Jefferson era. Okay. He was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets with the 45th pick oh, in the draft and then um, later traded to the Timberwolves. The shooter, um, Kevin Martin. No. That he's, wasn't a guess. Oh. Well, whatever. Near. <laughs> Clue number four. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Whoops. My page froze. Can't find my next clue. He is 205 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be the fourth. That can't be the fourth. Okay. Sorry. Um. He was proficient in the classroom. He's smart and also is good at dunking and was born in 2002. Oh, born in 2002. Is it? No. Proficient at dunking. And smart in the classroom. Is so, it Nate Knight? No. But you get another bonus guess. We also well, only have fifth. four hints. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Clue number five. Oh, my computer froze. Oh, it's Josh Minot. It's Josh Minot. Josh Minot. I felt dumb. The fifth clue was it's Josh Minot. <laughs> uh, 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 as uh, soon as I, yeah, duh. It was a draft day trade. That's why. That's right. He never played for Charlotte. Oh. Durf, Shoot. do you want to take the floor here for a second? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna read this off just because uh, I wrote this down, and uh, it's important to to kind of get this right. So um, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Kai um, at KG MV for MVP two one one. Kai's a really important part of Timberwolves community. If you don't follow him, one, you're missing out, and two, you've probably seen his incredible content on your timelines. Uh, he was responsible for the honk if you love Nas Reed sign and the live um, show and the live. Yeah, that's. I was just gonna say Sorry. that actually. My bad. Um, that blew up all over social media. He helped, and he also helped us organize and put on our live show with John Krasinski at Parkway Pizza. Um, and he's just an overall good dude. Kai posted the other day about um, his mom's battle with pancreatic cancer um, with a link to a GoFundMe. And I just wanted to shout out, one, everybody who's donated so far and shared the link. Um, and I just really want to implore everybody that's willing and able to um, to go to his page and give. No matter the amount, um, the fight against cancer is a really lonely one at times. Um, some know my dad was diagnosed with stage four cancer around this time last year. I had friends and loved ones organize a GoFundMe for to benefit my my dad mom and um, just knowing that people were thinking of them um, 
not only the financial uh, impact, but also just knowing the support and love that was poured out for them was a really, really massive impact. So um, Timberwolves community is a really, really special place. Um, so I just really love if we could just show our support to Kai and his mom, because um, it really just means more than you guys are ever going to know. Um, so if you can and you're willing, please do so. Uh, you can go to his page, go to our page. We've shared it. Um, and please give. It would really mean a lot. We love you, Kai. We love yeah. you, Durf. Thank you thank for you. illuminating that. And thank you for listening to just a insanely <laughs> emotionally diverse <laughs> episode of Crunch Wears No Pants. Um, if you have any beef with us or you love us, please let us know in the reviews on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Remember, one star or five stars. If you're going to say something, stand, stand on, on it. it. Um, at No Pants Crunch on social media, Instagram, X, and TikTok. Mostly Twitter. How much longer do you think Twitter's going to be around? Um, dude, okay. I, I 18 months. Like, you can't throw brands. You can't tell advertisers to go fuck themselves. Yeah, like, that's tough. Like, I don't that's care. Like, the, the, I don't want to get in my soapbox about this, but like, I don't care how much of a free speech absolutist you are. Brands yeah. have every right, and they have every right to be cautious about like not showing up next to white supremacist content. I'm For sorry, that. Nike's not going to advertise the new Dunks, and Peacock is not going to be like stream Thirty Rock with like a swastika next to yeah. it. It's, it's not going to happen. It's not a great look. It's, it's not, not a great look. look. Elon, you, what are you doing? Lock in, bro. Actually, don't lock in. I hate the way you unlock. Sell the app. 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 We love you guys immensely. Um, thank you for rocking with us. And uh, is there anything else? Oh, yeah. If you're driving stupid on a residential area, I'm going to find your car and slash its tires. Love you. Bye.